Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, children! From your best friends at Digital Digital. Get down, get down! We're here with a very special Christmas episode for you. It's our second Christmas special ever. Second annual Christmas special. Yep. Uh, last year we went for two of our favorite Christmas movies. And yeah, did some forced people through a long elf. stretch of elf quotes. Yeah. <laughs> did some lightning rounds and ranking of characters from our favorite movies, um, Elf and Love Actually. Mm -hmm. This year we are going at it from a little bit of a different angle. Yep. Mixing it up. We are going to talk about uh, some Hallmark Christmas movies. Classics. Uh, and relating it back to our previous podcast about Pride and Prejudice adaptations, we are going to talk about uh, some... Pride and Prejudice Christmas adaptations. That's right. Um, but before we get there, yep. I do have a couple Christmas good news and bad newses. Okay. Just to keep us... In on. the spirit? Yeah. Um, what do you got? Good news. Did mm -hmm. you see that guy in Boston that ran around in Faneuil Hall dressed as Buddy the Elf and started pillow fights with people? No. Oh, well, there was a guy uh -huh. who dressed as, as <laughs> Buddy the Elf and he ran around Faneuil Hall in Boston. Nobody had, shot him. He had two pillows. Mm-hmm. And he would just run up to a person and just toss them a pillow oh. and go, pillow fight, pillow fight, and just start hitting them with pillows. Yeah. Um, the funniest was like an elderly woman who got, who like he got into a pillow fight with. Mm -hmm. um, but everyone played along. That's even, an like, idea for Billy on the Street to spice it up a little Billy bit. Billy on the Street. When people are not really reacting to Lin-Manuel. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be your good news? The Lin-Manuel Billy on the Street? No, I have something else. Okay, you go first. No, you that, go first. That was my good you news. do your bad news. Mine's good and bad combined. Oh, fine. Um, my bad news. I have two bad newses. Okay. What the fuck is Green Monday? Is that like Giving Thursday? I don't know. Why does every day of the week from <laughs> it's like the the twenty five days of stupid names? That's a good one, honey. Because. I don't understand what it was. Last Monday was apparently Green Monday. I was getting all these emails about it. I got a discount on something for Green Monday. And I'm like, what the fuck is Green Monday? Okay. Is it like green like money? Is it green like environmental savings? It sounds like a environmental why thing. why did I get 30% off at Hot Topic then? Hot Topic? So I bought you don't think of cars. them as a uh, Paris Climate Initiative no. partner. but And like ordering something from them that's going to be shipped here... In a Use truck a that uses fuel, diesel fuel with wrapped in plastic and in a box does not seem like Green Monday. I don't get it. Okay. Nobody explained what it was. Like Small Business Saturday, people, I feel like people shove it down your throat. It's like, support small businesses. Yeah. This was just like Green Monday. I'm like, well, what is Green Monday? Wow. Good rant. Um, my other bad news is netting for charity. Did you see netting? that video of the, um, apparently Does that have to do England? with netball in no, Australia? No. no. <laughs> um... Apparently in England, there's a tree, like a family-owned tree farm mm -hmm. that will let you get, go through the Christmas tree netter as a person. Huh? What are you talking about? Have... The person that wraps up the trees? Yes, but they have this automatic one where they like shove the tree through and like a net goes on it and then they tie it off. Yeah. Well, you can go through as a person. Ew! Yes. Is it like an adventure thing? You like, I guess it was, it's like a, you pay them a dollar for charity. You pay them too. To wrap yourself up. Yeah. You pay them a dollar for charity and then they like pull you through this little machine and then you're like inside a net. It's the Gen Z version of an escape room. I guess. Just throwing yourself into different wilderness themed activities. I don't know. Is it like a Houdini or you're supposed to get free yourself? Is it like a less <laughs> deadly? jacket kind of Is it thing? like a less deadly Tide Pod challenge? Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I was not impressed. You left out an important good news. 
Michelle Obama's coming to the Excel Energy it Center. It's business related. It's okay. Okay. I needed to bring it up. Okay. What's the um, bad news about it? Uh, the bad news this. was my Ticketmaster experience, where I had to sign up as a verified fan, which I did. Me too. And then when I logged in at the correct time, I had to wait in a queue. What? And it told me there were 2,000 people ahead of me, which doesn't seem possible. Because there are 2,000 people in St. Paul? <clears throat> I don't know. But anyways, I eventually got in, and you ready for the surprise? We're meeting her. You're sitting in row number nine, actually. From the stage? Yeah. But you're not? So you have one ticket, and you are also getting to meet her before the are show. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Are you serious? And you get a private photo as well. Wait, you're joking, right? No, this is your big birthday gift. Are you serious? Yeah. How did you get that? I sprung. It's a big birthday, so I wanted to get you a big birthday gift. How much did that cost? It's okay. I sit by myself? Yeah. But I get to meet her? Yeah. I wanted to surprise you on the podcast That's so everyone mean. could hear it. I've already cried like three times today. Yeah. What am I going to say to her? That's why I wanted to give you three months of Jesus, uh, preparation. Jesus, about it? Yeah. <sighs> so her. yeah, you're in row number nine. I could only afford one ticket though. So I might still go and just sit in a bad seat, but. But I'm going by myself. Yeah. But I'm going to meet her. Yeah. You get a VIP pass. I need a moment. It's not even a Christmas present. It's a birthday present. I know. I'm more excited about podcast. your birthday present than your Christmas presents now. So I'll tell the people. So I woke up and I logged into it and there were like a decent number of tickets left. But Ticketmaster like didn't have a good way to sort through them or anything. And then this one just kept screaming to me. Buy me, buy me. Like, was it obscenely expensive? No, less than less than we were going to pay for Super Bowl tickets. Slightly, I hope so. Slightly more than we paid for one Hamilton ticket. I forget how much we paid for Hamilton. You didn't go to Hamilton. When we went in Chicago, we oh. paid a lot. That was like two fifty, maybe. Okay, it's more than that. But you had a chance to meet her now, okay. and you had just like a day, a couple days ago, done the Leslie Nope routine about Michelle Obama. Yeah. So now you that can reenact it live. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna say to her? Are you excited? Yes, but I don't know what I'm gonna say to her. I mean, you'll probably have like yeah, what five seconds. What am I gonna seconds. wear? Yep, it's my... gonna be a terrible photo. Wednesday, March 13th. It's a big day. Oh my gosh, I'm probably going to cry. That's okay, too. I'm sure she's used to that. Probably. What am I going to say to her? We'll have to open it up for our, all, our, all our listeners to suggest. I tweeted at her to, um, to come to my school. I think you should mention that again when you're there. But mostly I just want her to come to school so I could meet her. I was thinking that you should... Get your picture taken and then see if by any chance she can do like a hello St. Peter Claver school greeting in like a video or that something. Would be, that would be clever. Yeah. That would be clever. So yeah, that's your birthday gift. Gosh. I told you we got bad seats. I lied to you the other you, day. You're, that's why you were being so cagey about it. Mm-hmm. You're such a liar. Yeah. Are you upset that you don't get to see her? No, I thought about getting to, because the first time I logged in, there were some VIP passes, but I figured it was best just to get one. Yeah. The only slight bad news is that it might actually be me going and me meeting her, because it says to pick up your ticket, you have to have the right photo ID and the right credit card. So it might actually be me. Can you come with me to pick it up? I assume that's what we'll do, yeah. Or can you transfer it? You should have You can't done. transfer it, because you have to be a verified fan. Well, I was a verified fan. Yeah. 
We'll work it out one way or another. But I was a verified man. I know. You can't actually go. I'm going to get you in there. Okay. Are you going to be able to to proceed with the rest of our podcast? I don't even know where we are right now. Mm. If Barack was coming to, I would have I would have ponied up for two tickets. No offense to Michelle. Maybe he will come. It's a that far from <gasps> Chicago. Guest star? Surprise guest. Hmm. What am I going to say to her? What am I going to wear? I think you should wear a nice dress, maybe? So yeah, you also get to sit in the ninth row for her talk, too, which is pretty nice. Anyone in the top, in the front ten rows gets to be a VIP. What am I going to wear? I'm going to need to wear, like, a dress, like my nicest yeah. dress. Yeah. I think. You might need to take the day off from school to mentally prepare, too. Oh my gosh, I don't know. But it's not until like 9 o'clock at night, isn't it? Um, her, the talk is at 8, but you have to get there early for all the beforehand stuff. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can handle this. Whew. That was all mean. right, moving on that with the podcast. Mean. I had to find a good time to drop it on That you. was mean. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You gotta leave the next segment now. Do you remember the names of the movies we watched? Like you said, yes. this is carrying on from Pride and Prejudice because from what I can tell, Hallmark and Lifetime just go, we know women love, we know old white women love Pride and Prejudice. You keep saying Lifetime. We have not watched any. Li they've all been Hallmark Channel. You sure? Yes. We're, we're Hallmark exclusive. Yes. Because okay. we were talking about, well, I've watched a couple on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I watched. What do you call that genre of terrible w w women-aimed movies? Holiday romance. Holiday romance. Mm -hmm. um, lifetime movies, I guess. But yeah. they've all been on the Hallmark Channel. Ironically. Um, so I did watch a couple of horrible Netflix ones. Um, I watched The Princess Switch, which was like a Parent Trap style. Like Vanessa Hudgens was two people with a terrible. One Why? of them had a terrible accent and like a shorter haircut. Why are so many of the Christmas movies royally themed? Like I don't think of royal as being Christmas necessarily. Because it's an easy romance trope. Okay. It's like a wish coming true. Yeah. Prince Charming kind of situation. Mm -hmm. um, but And then I also watched To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which was not really Christmas. There was a Christmas scene, but it was not really a Christmas movie, but it was also on Netflix and it was like a rom-com, okay. which was actually pretty cute. At the start, it was a little bit annoying, but it was a pretty cute movie. Okay. It was a solid um, Netflix original. Flick. Okay, sure. Well, it's a, it's a book adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... You've been more excited about the Hallmark movies than I have. You're like a secret. Like Hallmark you read the descriptions lover. and they all sound so good. Yes. Uh, and I'll get into why why I think I'm one of the target demographics for it. Okay. But um, we've decided there's like three categories for them though. Correct. There's like going home and rekindling. Yeah. With someone from your past. Yeah. There is getting stranded somewhere because of the blizzard or of snowstorm. And then there's some sort of, like, mistaken identity, fake dating, yeah. fraud situation. Correct. Where it's like you pretend you're someone else, or you're lying to your family about that you're really dating, or yeah. some combination of the both. That's right. So some sort of, like, uh, deceitful uh, theme. Right. But why in any of that did people say, we gotta work in Pride and Prejudice as well? Because then they don't have to think of an original plot. It seems like they mainly just want it for the character names, which no offense to Jane Austen, and obviously she picked a terrific last name in Bennett, but other than that, like the character names aren't that 
I mean, Mr. Darcy's a pretty good name. Well, so there were two that were both new this year, both on Hallmark Channel, yeah. both Pride and Prejudice adaptations. I think the first one was called Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. So that one just wanted the name. There was Definitely. nothing in that one that had to do with, the, other than the fact they gender flipped it. So the girl, <laughs> sort of the girl was named Darcy and the boy Darcy was named Fitzwilliam. Luke, the boy was named Luke Bennett. Luke Bennett. And that was it. There was literally nothing else that related it to Pride and Prejudice at all. Um, they, neither of them were good, were like stuck to the characters. No. It, yeah, it made like, no sense at all. Lacey Chabert from Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, now just making a living. Now just makes her living on Hallmark movies, I think, because I have seen her on Netflix and Hallmark Channel and, and so the Maori many of these sis sisters as well. Maori sisters is the new one. I think because it's their new foray into diverse. Hallmark either has right, they either have their white ones or they have their diverse ones. Yeah. There's no intermingling. Yeah. So should we unpack Mistletoe first? I don't even remember that much about it. So you oh, I know everything. <laughs> Did you watch it again? Darcy, no, okay. no. <laughs> Darcy Fitzwilliams. Okay, is Lacey Chabert. Is they did an exterior shot in New York. Give them credit. One. She works at a very generic New York investment, investment firm where the only drama they have is whether or not to drop their minimums for investments. Which it's a big deal. I related to that a little bit. Because you're not, you're too poor to invest in the big boys? No, my retirement person, like if you want to invest in a normal account with them, yeah. the minimum is like $200 million or something. It's ludicrous. <laughs> 100000 maybe. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. To, it's the same to me. The same to me. <laughs> um... Like anything above like ten thousand dollars for investing, it could might as well be two hundred million. I don't know. <laughs> so I related to that. Uh huh. I related to the. Let me rephrase. I related to the man on the street selling hot dogs, <laughs> not to her, because he was the one who wanted to open an um, uh, investment account. Right. Because right. his daughter got into college or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So she is traveling to her. I think it's an unnamed hometown in an unnamed state. Yes. Um, for Christmas, and she's a little nervous to go because the company, she's a partner, but the other partners could be scheming behind her back. Because she dares to take Christmas off. And because she wants to lower the account minimums. Yes, how, how dare she? And she's running a fundraiser for her parents, or in their house, or it's unclear. So she gets home, and... Her dad fucking loves that Christmas tree. <laughs> All the dads in all the Hallmark movies are obsessed with decorating All year long. He just waits to decorate the tree as a family. We decorate it as a family. We do it every year. We have to wait till your other siblings home so we can do it. Yeah. It's critical to the plot. Um, so, right. So, she's supposed to be Mr. Darcy. And the, when one of the chief traits of Darcy is that his parents are dead. He is the... Soul... Uh, like... Yeah. Proprietor? Proprietor, I was going to yeah. say. Um, and in this case, she has two fully functioning, rich, wealthy... Parents. Parents. Who um, are a little bit like the Bennett parents. Yes, correct. So, it she's really supposed to be Lizzie Bennett, but they just changed the names for some reason? Yeah, and then Luke had no siblings that I could see. And the whole, no. the whole thing about Lizzie is that she's like the middle child of a whole bunch of... Correct. Sisters. It, he didn't have like four brothers. He had a brother who was like dating the like the friend who was who was supposed, supposed to be, to be Jane. Uh, Jane. Because her name was Jane, I think. Pretty sure. No, but then the it it should be the Bennett brothers. It was his brother. So. No, it was it was yeah yeah yeah, and her friend Jane. 
I think. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> She's not Darcy's not friends with Jane. Was that meant to be um Bingley? No, Caroline maybe? Maybe? It must be nobody <laughs> I think it must have been supposed to be Caroline. Uh-huh. I don't know. But Caroline isn't dating a Bennett. Oh gosh. <laughs> they they really, really did not stand. And then there is they call him George, I think. There is a George. Who? The ex, her ex-boyfriend. Right. Are you sure his name was George? Well, yeah, he's supposed to be Wickham for sure. Okay. Um. Neither of these movies know how to handle Wickham. We'll get to that. In a definitely bit. not. And there's no scandal. No scandal. Wickham seems like a fine dude. He works for the dad's company. Um. But yeah, he never goes against the dad, which never is the whole anything. point of. Of Darcy and versus Wickham. At the end, he just, like, I guess I'll go back to New York, and he just leaves and goes back to New York on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then it seems like there's about six poor children in the town. Oh, the, right, right. So the we whole get foundation, just the charity, just goes... So they needed to find a way to use the word Pemberley. So they decided on the Pemberley League, which is apparently just a local charity for, like you said, the six black kids who are the poor kids. There was, like, it was just, like, a token... Uh, minority yeah. cast. It was like one black kid, one Asian kid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's unclear what the parents' relation to is to the league. There's but... there's something about um, the decorating Christmas trees to donate as a charity auction that turns into this massive Right. The central problem. issue is that the mom is in charge of running the Christmas event for the Pemberley League. But nobody... But her designer has dropped out... And nobody signed up because of the email list? Uh, yeah. Something <laughs> got lost. Um, and so they also don't have a caterer and they don't have anything to auction off, which is the whole point. It's supposed so to be a silent auction. She has completely nothing. failed at her job to organize <laughs> The poor kids are fucking doomed. And because she's an investment banker, somehow she knows how to design trees. Everyone auctions. in a Hallmark movie knows how to event plan. Yes. <laughs> So oh. she's like, I'm on top of this now, Mom. I walked into a store on Small Business Saturday, and I saw this ethnic-looking lady who knows how to decorate stuff, and she's going to do trees. Because people are going to want to buy trees the two days before Christmas yes, Day. Yes, that are already decorated, and they have to somehow transport home. <laughs> yeah, there was no no netting, as you no, call it. No. Unless there were extra poor kids outside doing the netting. And then their waitress, the waiters don't show up, so they make the poor kids, who are supposed to be receiving the charity, well, work right. at the charity. We forgot event. about Luke Lizzie Bennett. So Luke runs a shitty restaurant, yes. but has dreams of being a famous chef. A less chef. shitty restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Um, so, right, he gets, it just happens to work out that he could be the caterer. But, yes, he gets into a panic at the start of the Pemberley League event because his wait staff does not show up. And so he, so, who, who comes up with it? Darcy comes up with the idea to enslave the children? Yes. Put them to work. You know, these kids we're donating money to, they're actually and working And they're there to sing. Way. They're there to sing. And now they're also handing out hors d'oeuvres. Yes. Um, so, then there's also the mistletoe theme, Ugh. where they're constantly well, they finding themselves. So what I really wanted was the prequel to Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe, and to see these debate team scenes taking place. Yeah. I kept waiting for the flashbacks to see the two of these characters in their they can afford younger them. days. Definitely not. Yeah. They wasted all their budget on that one New York shot to set yeah. the scene, and the hot dog man. <laughs> 
Uh, so spoiler alert: there's a happy ending. Yes. You lose I you lose Luke now. Bennett for like five minutes, and it's like, oh, he was actually just outside oh, over there. Outside. Yeah, he didn't run off and commit suicide as oh some people gosh. thought. Yeah. So that one, I would give it a pass. Not my favorite. And if you're mm. looking for a Pride and Prejudice adaptation, it's not. Yeah. It's 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 not. Um, I thought the other one was. I mean, Luke Bennett was cute. The I actor, mean, the, the, yeah, they the actor and cute. actresses were cute. cute. Dudes. I guess I'm. If you're expecting it to be Jane Austen, give it a pass. If you just want a cute <sighs> Christmas movie and you can get past the Pride and Prejudice name, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, I would say the other one was a worse movie, but a better oh. adaptation. Oh, interesting. This one was called Christmas, Christmas at, at Pemberley. Pemberley Manor. Oh, I think. I thought it was just Christmas at Pemberley. Pretty sure there's an okay. appendix okay. on there. Um, so this one sticks to the gender yes. setup. So it's, uh, what was her name? Liz? Elizabeth? Um, I don't think it was Lizzie. Oh, I guess it was Elizabeth. Um, and then his, his name is Darcy. And he's he, correctly like a tycoon of industry. He was excellent. He's yeah. a tycoon whose parents have died. He's coming to Pemberley to sell it because his aunt and uncle who used to live there and who he has like fond memories of staying with yeah. um, have just died. So I assume that's meant to be Catherine de Bourgh. Correct. Um, and so he did a really good job. He, I, They did a really good job with his character writing yeah. it. And also I thought he did a good job of acting it of like he has this persona of kind of being an asshole that doesn't care about anything, but like actually he just wants to stay behind the scenes and not be in the spotlight. And he's actually like Michael nice Brady. He was from, I was trying to figure Fox. out what he was from. He was from, um, the sister to the traveling pants. Correct. Costos. Name something else. I thought I would know him from something else. And then he doesn't I, have I much did not. else. I, no, I swear. I recognize him from more, more recently. A than lot of Christmas movies. Maybe Lucifer. it was another Christmas one. I watched last year. Jane the Virgin. Oh, maybe that's it. What is he? Uh, yes, that is why. Okay, yeah. thank you. That you play. I was just looking at movies. Lachlan Moore. Yeah, that's why I recognize him. Interesting. She was pretty cute too, Jessica. She did play Elizabeth Bennett. I don't. Name. I'm not a big fan of like brunettes with like a big face like her. <laughs> she had a bit of a horse face. She just has like um, really big mouth and really big eyes and really dark eyebrows and really big nose. Like she just like had very large I'm so features. glad these people have careers though. Like good Which, for them. Like I guess that plays well on the screen because like you can tell what her expressions on her face are <laughs> but they're like a little aggressive to me. Like that's not the type of woman that I would find attractive. Well well. Um, but anyway she was fine. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't really this like, heartthrob. She didn't really like have much of a... He was the annoying sidekick but he's yeah. debonair. I didn't think she had much of a personality in this movie. No. Not oh, that, sorry. Not George. that any of them... Oh, yeah. I was thinking it was this kid. Not that any of them really have much of a personality in these types of movies mm -hmm. beyond, like, I'm a woman <laughs> and it's Christmas time. Um, Family. You're right. It was Pemberley Manor. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just didn't really, like, care about her as a character. Um, like, I cared more about Lacey Chabert as random Darcy than I cared about this I see, character. I see that, yeah. I didn't, there, I didn't, uh, I don't know. It was know. filmed in Connecticut. I wasn't really cheering for her. I said it was Connecticut. Yeah. Um. I loved her pea coat, though. She did have a good coat, so good for that. Yeah. And good hair. So, yeah, this one is so good. So, she's get, she is an event planner by trade. But, like, a bad one? <laughs> Just with a snooty boss from The Parent Trap. Yes. What's her face? The bitchy blonde from The Parent Trap. 
uh, was you her bitchy so? boss. Elaine Hendricks. Yeah, I said, Caroline. Absolutely so she was supposed her. to be Caroline. Absolutely, you're right. Meredith Blake. Yep. So yeah, so she sent to run this Christmas fe Christmas festival in this quaint Connecticut town. Yes. But the first day they arrive, is it a pipe rupture or something? The, yeah, the town square just explodes. <laughs> they um, didn't pay for any CGI or action the, shots. No, no, it's just their reactions to it. And then there's like an annoying blonde assistant of oh, Wickham, Travis, who no, oh, no, no, sorry, who like Jane. reminds me of that orphan. Was she the girl from Orphan Black, or did she just look like her? You remember the girl mm -hmm. with the weird name at the camp that they were stuck at? Dirt or whatever her mud. name was? Mud. <laughs> this was not mud, no. She reminded me of her, though. Yeah. Gosh, she's in nothing. Well, she's... Shameless. Old. How old is she? Uh, 1991. That's older than I thought. She looks like she's about 12. Yeah. So she's supposed like, to be... like, is this a high school internship? Jane. So she's supposed to be Jane. So that means Travis is supposed to be... Bing. Bing. But why didn't he get a name? Travis has nothing to do with either of those names. Like, that's just the one that stood out to me. What's Bing... What's... Charles Bingley, right? Travis Charles. Why didn't they call him Charlie? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, there, yeah, like, Darcy's assistant and Lizzie's assistant, like, fall in love. Correct. Kind of, or fall in meet cute. Yeah. And um, Santa Claus is there. For reasons unknown. Yeah, the magical Santa Claus. I don't think this movie That's needed a, it. No, it, really it needed didn't. a bigger town. Is what it needed. Yes. Like they only could afford like eighteen extra. It was like so many people are coming to this festival. We can't disappoint them. And every single shot, it was just like empty booths and like a baker's dozen, dozen of, people. of people. And then they'd be like, "These people have come to help," and it was the same dozen people yeah. who went to the festival were Save the ones the that festival. helped. Um, like they needed to make use of like the Boy Meets World shots to like make it look bigger than it was. Yeah. Instead, they, did they had not. these aerial shots of eighteen people. Yes. Um. So their like flirtation was okay. Um. It was. It I was... like the use of George. He was the mayor of the town. I didn't. Oh, we we can talk about this. I mean, he had no George characteristics. Like he he was just a good wholesome mayor. That's the opposite of George. I know. I I meant like subtracting the Pride and Prejudice stuff. I thought it was an interesting love triangle. Ice Town loses town crown over... <laughs> Shoot. Oh, ice Clown maybe. loses town crown over Ice Town? Maybe. Use You're losing your touch, use honey. Ice Clown uses, loses town crown over Ice Town? That's <sighs> the first word. Anyway, um, I was, like, upset that they just... Neither of these had an evil Wickham. No. Like, create some drama. I know that some there's supposed to be, attention. like, minimum dra minimal drama because you're just supposed to be able to enjoy it. Like, the drama is, like, the will they won't they able to get together, getting them and together. they all end with kisses. There's, like, not even any s sexual hints. No. Family uh. friendly, kind of. Um, I wanted Wickham to be eviler in both of them. Yeah. Like, in this one, the only way he's evil is because he earnestly is in love with her and wants to ask <laughs> her out. Yeah, and then like Darcy's like, he's just a foiled, or, like, he just is there to make Darcy look like a nice guy for, like, not trying to get in the way of them. Correct. Yeah, that... But yeah. I want George to be evil. Like... He should have been plotting to get her. Yeah. Like, at least in this one, it's still kind of... Because in the in the original book, it's meant to show Darcy as a nice guy because he goes out of his way to, like, pay off Wickham to not shame the Bennett family. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess in this one, it's the same thing. Like... The Wickham thing just makes Darcy look like a nice guy because he makes a sacrifice. Yeah. But I wanted him to be eviler. 
Mm-hmm. I also spent half of the movie trying to figure out who he looked like, and he looks like a number of people. Zachary Quinto. But it was the guy from from uh, My Mad Fat Diary, Archie. Correct. You were right about that, too. Yeah. I was very confused about so that. So the biggest reason why these movies resonate with me... <laughs> Tell me. Their characters are constantly talking about very mundane logistical things. They're constantly like, I'm about to go do this errand. I'm about to come home from doing this We item. have four days until this happens. Yes, they're, they're constantly counting against things Everyone or is planning. Yes, and like, that's how my day-to-day life is. I'm like, I'm going to go into the kitchen and start cooking dinner now. I just very much they're appreciated that. language. Yes. And like, they do a lot of mundane stuff because there's no <laughs> plot, so they have to fill it up with mundane Correct. tasks. Yes, there's a lot of shopping and where are we going to put all of these gifts? Let me find my truck that I know someone who has a truck. We can yeah. borrow it. Let me call the person oh, who man, I know has a truck. Oh man, we both had to get squeezed into this truck to pick up those Christmas trees. <laughs> so yeah, so you I appreciate that. like the logistical that. nature of these. Yeah, they leave no stone unturned. Oh gosh. I don't know what my favorite one has been so far this year. Probably the worst one, but the one I enjoyed the most was that one I watched about the two people who uh, both hated Christmas, so then they're fake dating, and then they end up falling in love, but they promised they wouldn't fall in love, so they don't. It was very strange. Yeah. We need to watch Four Christmases, maybe. You can like that one more than I do, I think. Yeah, it has, like, scenes to watch. I mean, I still will watch Vince Vaughn just because I find him funny, in general, even when he's in shitty Swaddle movies. that baby! Um, like... Fred Claus might be my my oh, Vince no. Vaughn Never need hard to re- limit. Revisit, revisit <laughs> might that. be my hard limit for Vince Vaughn. Yeah. But I would watch Four Christmas. As long as you don't make me watch The Holiday. I've so seen that once that as a one, young lad. And that's I, it. I do not Are you sure it's a Christmas it. movie? Because holiday just means vacation in in Europe. It's for the Americans, though. Mm-hmm. The Holiday. Got it. Did not enjoy that one. I'd mm-hmm. rather watch cheesy Hallmark movies that know they're supposed to be bad mm-hmm. than watch The Holiday, which like thought it was... A blockbuster and it was not worth and it. the full house cast is still getting work apparently that's all dj and that's all dj does uh, basically candace and, bergen uh, and um what's her face did it too what's her face um rebecca donaldson oh i was thinking the other one jody sweetney yes mm. <laughs> all of them yeah that's also how they pay their family pay affair. their rent i think <laughs> so if you have a favorite Hallmark Christmas movie that you've watched this year or that's still in rotation for us to watch, let us know. Mm-hmm. Especially you, babe. Yep. Uh, and we'll maybe watch some more. So what's your what's your recommendation? Would you recommend either of these? Um, watching from start to finish? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's best just like what I've been doing is leaving the cable box set to this channel. So every time I turn the TV on, I go, huh, look at this one. And then I change it to something else. Yeah, like while wrapping presents or writing Christmas sure. cards or something that you're baking or yeah. doing in the background. Which one of these two would you recommend if someone was just like jonesing for a Pride and Prejudice Christmas? I mix? would watch the first one we talked about just to be so baffled by the absolutely zero connection to the book. I would watch the second one just because I thought Darcy was really cute and he did. they did a good job That's with true. his character. That's the right answer. Do you think the makers of the first one had ever read Pride and Prejudice? I don't think so. I think they read the Spark, the Wikipedia version or the Spark Notes. Yeah, just to get the character names. Whereas, like, these are the two characters, and for some reason Pemberley they hate each other. Is involved. And, yeah, they just went from there. Wow. I had fun. <laughs> All right, so if you have a favorite, definitely let us know. Maybe we'll watch it. Yep. 
Otherwise, have a very Merry Christmas. We'll be back at you in the new year in 2019. With new theme songs. What an ugly year. Yep. So we'll be back at you in 2019. We already have our next episode planned out. Mm-hmm. We so cried today getting ready did. for it. We cried. Mm. Blood, sweat, and tears for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So happy holidays. You bled today, too. I did. While yeah. wrapping presents. Yep. Did I sweat? Uh, yesterday, if you were warm, you said. today. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> have a very happy Christmas, happy New Year, happy whatever else you celebrate. Hanukkah. And we'll see you in 2019. Okay, bye.